So it's about Tuesday night. I get a beep on my phone, and it says, you've been assigned a new job. And I'm thinking, that's kind of funny. Nobody has called me about wanting me to sub for them. I got on there, and it was a teacher I've never met who just presumed that I would substitute for them. So should I be flattered, or should I be mad? It is September 4, 2022. I'm Greg Collins, Substitute Teacher's Lounge. You know, it's been a couple, two and a half weeks of school, and I haven't subbed yet this year. What a mess it's been, man. The first three days I had said, well, I'll just sit back. I'm not going to go out of my way to try to sub, and then I'll pick back up the next week. If you listened to last week's episode, you know I was positive for COVID a couple of weeks ago. And my 10th day was just this past Friday, and I am, in fact, negative now. So I'm just going to get back into the flow of it for this year, this coming week. And I know a lot of you already have several days. But something interesting happened this week. Now, if if you use Frontline to schedule your sub-jobs, I assume it works the same for everybody. I'm going to back up a little bit and tell you, I, I apologize for having a volleyball story every week, but that's where most of my activity is now. In fact, I got to go actually watch a game Thursday night. I was I was out of quarantine. I didn't have any symptoms. I was still in day nine, so I still put on a mask when I was in public, but I kind of enjoyed just watching games without actually needing to referee them while I'm there. So I did that Thursday night. But last week, I got this notice from Frontline. And the reason I'm going to compare it to volleyball is this. There is a program called Arbiter that our schedulers, softball, volleyball, what have you, schedule us. And the way it works, they assume if we haven't blocked a date, and rightfully so, like for a vacation for just something we have to do with family. If we don't block that day, well, then it's open game, and they can assign us to officiate that day. And if we back out, we can back out because of work. We can back out because of sickness, something along those lines. But, of course, you know, if I'm a scheduler, I would be leery of the ones that did that all the time and not want to schedule them for anymore. You know, I know the in softball and a couple of the other sports, the, the schedulers actually fine you like $10 if you turn a game back in. They don't pocket the money. I mean, they, they put it in a fund, and then we have a party with that fund either at the beginning or the end of the season. Some schedulers, bless their hearts, don't do that. I mean— they they understand the sickness and they understand the family matters and those kind of things, but they'll let you off the hook even if you just call and just say, I can't do it. At the same time, the more you do that to them, it's hard enough to schedule anyway, the worse it's going to be. Well, in a way, Frontline for Substitute Teachers operates the same way. We don't go in and block dates, but... As soon as a teacher has a need for a sub, let me back up a little bit and tell you the way it's worked for me in the past. You know, when you're early substitute teaching, you basically choose a job that gets posted and you accept it and you're good to go. 
very rarely do you get canceled unless something, some kind of conflict with the school, maybe word of mouth. Somebody had said, you can do this, but the messages didn't get passed on. Sometimes that happens, but you don't really go in and block dates. I do sometime. If like, if I'm going to be off on Tuesday for a vacation and I don't go in and block that on Frontline, well, then I'm still going to see every opening that pops up for Tuesday, even though I'm not available to go in and do that. Now, sometimes I actually like that. I kind of like keeping track of how many openings there have been. If it looks like somebody's going to be gone for a couple of days, I may, might be able to get the next day. But generally, it doesn't get used the same way that Arbiter does, in that we don't go in and physically block dates in the future so that nobody books us. Instead, it works from the opposite direction. Teachers will contact us. Once they get to know us, they'll contact us as a courtesy. I guess technically they don't really have to, but as a courtesy, they call us and they say, hey, are you available? Or text, in my case, most of the time. Are you available to sub on Friday? And I'll say, yes, I am. And then they go into Frontline and assign it directly to me. They don't have to post it. They don't have to be concerned that somebody else picks it up before I see it. They can assign it directly to me, and then I've got it. I like that it works that way. At the same time, somebody that just wants to take a shortcut, they can get on there, and if they know of you, or if they just, they don't even have to know of you. When they go in and have a sub job, they can actually see a list of available subs and choose you. Or I guess at least in some cases, they look you up. They've heard your name. They look you up. I want him. You're down. Now, I guess it's okay for some of you that that happens. Go back and listen to the episode we had that has the word leverage in it after you kind of get a good reputation and more and more teachers schedule you to be a substitute teacher for them, you kind of have some leverage. You kind of can go to your favorite places. You don't have to just randomly pick up jobs anymore. Most of the time, it will work out okay that way. Now, this has really been a weird start of the year, other than what I mentioned about having COVID for a few days and all that kind of thing. You know as well as I do, in April of 2020, the school shut down. And beginning in August of 2020, I had full-time substitute teaching jobs all the way through January of 2022. And I would have had one longer than that, If I hadn't turned it back in and said, listen, there's some things I got to do. You've heard that episode. There's some things I got to do. I just can't do it now. Well, this is the end of the first year that I'm back to normal since April of 2020. That's crazy. So I'm kind of getting used to going back to how we schedule individual days. I'm getting used to that again, too. So, But still, do you think it's presumptuous for a teacher to just go in and say, all right, Mr. Collins doesn't have his days block that I need. I've heard that a lot of people like to use him. I'm going to grab him before anybody else does. Think that's okay? 
You think that's okay to do without giving a courtesy call to the substitute teacher before you do that? Now, think about that for a little while, and then we'll come back to it, okay? Now, here's what I did, and you all know this from past episodes as well. I'm pretty good about investigating who this teacher is. The first thing I do is I go on to our district school directory and I look up his name. I at least want to know the grade, right? Look up his name. Didn't recognize him for his picture. So then I go to Facebook. That This name was unusual enough. Not totally unusual, but it wasn't Smith and it wasn't Johnson. It wasn't Collins. So I decided to go into Facebook and see if I could find the teacher. Now, again, I'm not a hacker. I'm not smart enough to do that, even if I wanted to do do that, do so. But, you know, a lot of people post pictures publicly. So once they do that, it's free for the public to view. So I did find the teacher and I changed my mood a little bit because I don't necessarily recognize, I recognized the name from the beginning. I had heard the name. I wasn't sure why. Then when I got on the website, I realized that some of the family pictures that he had posted of his family, I recognized his daughter as one of the students I had in class. So then I'm thinking, all right, could it be that his daughter enjoyed having me for a substitute teacher and said, Dad, why don't you get this guy? He's a great teacher. And he just looked me up and assigned me. That could be, should I be flattered again? Should I be so headstrong? that I want to make a big deal out of the fact that he's the first teacher that ought, that assigned me a job without asking my permission first. I used the word presumptuous before. That's probably too strong. I mean, I'm sure he didn't need anything by it. So I'm, I'm formulating all these thoughts into my head, and I'm thinking, man, why did he just do this without asking me first? I'm probably there's some other teachers that if they want, this is like in late September, by the way, I probably should have said that in the beginning, that kind of sets some perspective. It's out in the future. So it's not really dates that I would have already had booked. Most likely I've got three days booked this coming week for as an example, but I don't really have anything after that. And so that wasn't it it wasn't like he was trying to book me the same time I wanted to work for somebody else. It wasn't anything like that. I presumed, in fact, now that I've told you all this, let me tell you what the truth is. I presumed that he presumed that I would work for him without asking my permission, okay? Well, guess what? Here I am being so arrogant, so full of myself, so much so thinking that I'm so special. Who does this teacher think he is of picking me up without giving me the courtesy of a text or a phone call to say, would you sub for me? Who does this guy think he is? But then who am I to react that way? I'm just a substitute teacher. There's a lot of great substitute teachers out there. Do I get carried away with with myself sometimes and thinking, oh, I'm so good that everybody wants me to teach their class. Do I get carried away that sometime? Does my subconscious kick in? Does my arrogance level get to a point that it really shouldn't get to? 
Well, the answer, apparently, after I found out what happened, was yes. Nobody was trying to do me wrong. Nobody was trying to book me without even asking my permission. Here's what happened, okay? Most of you remember that my wife retired from uh, teaching, full-time teaching, credentialed teaching, in August of last year, 2021. And this teacher's name that assigned me to them without asking my permission, his name at least sounded familiar enough that I said, all right, I'll ask the wife. She's out of town right now, She, but I can text her. She always answers the text backs, and I say, hey, do you know this person? That's all I told her. I didn't tell her why I was asking. I didn't tell her anything. She texted me back, and she said, oh, no. She said, did, did he assign a job to you? He accidentally assigned it to you instead of me. Well, here's what happened. My wife had already said that she would sub for him in these days in September, okay? Apparently, he had just accidentally gone in and picked the wrong Collins, and he picked me instead of my wife. We've got it all worked out since then, but long story short, I know it's too late to say that now because it's already a long story. Here I was thinking, what kind of teacher has the nerve of assigning me to their class without even asking my permission? Now I have to say, who am I to get upset about something like that, to get flattered about something like that without getting the whole story? Nobody was trying to do anything behind my back. Nobody was trying to not be courteous in the way that they handle booking sub substitute teachers. It was just an innocent mistake. It wasn't even in job intended for me. It was intended for my wife. So maybe I should say now that big bad leverage episode that I did several episodes back about gaining leverage and what to do with it. Well, now look what I've done. I've thought that, you know, am I so good that I can't just be flattered that somebody wants to have me for a job. Now, that didn't end up being what it is, but I learned a good life lesson. I learned to, before you just snap judgment on something, before you find yourself a ridiculous reason for being upset about something that doesn't really matter, well, get all the facts if somebody has done something to you that you think is presumptuous or that you think is not courteous, make sure you have the whole story first. Obviously, I overreacted, and I feel bad about it. I'm glad this was my wife's job. I'm, I probably, not probably, I would have, if this guy had done what I thought he'd done, I would have taught for him. It might have gone on to be one of my most enjoyable jobs ever. Obviously, my wife thinks it's worthwhile, or she wouldn't have accepted it because she knows all the parties. So let's not get too overconfident to the point that we think we have so much leverage that we can do whatever we want to do. Let's be nice. Let's not overreact to situations. And 
Probably when people want you to substitute teach for them, you should feel nothing but flattery that they ask you and you should be confident that they want you in their classroom and that you'll enjoy that day.